titties. 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 Hello and welcome to episode 46 of episode Got- Titties of Got Beef. <laughs> Epi- titty. Titty sode. Titty sode. <laughs> episode 46 of got beef podcast a podcast that cuts deep in the personal and celebrity titties <laughs> i am frank i'm mo i'm jane all three of us have titties <laughs> that we do this episode brought to you by titties titties the letter t <laughs> titties <laughs> and delicious bud light platinum seltzer hashtag not sponsored Hashtag wanna be sponsored. Hashtag you can sponsor just Frank. Yeah. Just me, I'll take it. Do I get like a jacket that has a patch <laughs> yeah, on it? You have a members only jacket. Just my one microphone has a sticker that says Bud Light Seltzer. Yep. I mean they can just provide the alcohol for the recording. If it makes it better. If it, I mean it's free, I'll drink it. I will not. I'm sorry. I'll I have standards. I'll just put some juice in it or something. You have standards? I have standards. Yeah, your standard is a cup of rum yeah. with some daiquiri flavoring Cheap in ass it. rum and cheap ass juice. <laughs> oh, the juice isn't cheap. The juice is the most expensive part. <laughs> I will not skimp on the Minute Maid juice. <laughs> your drink is a Captain Morgan's glass with a <laughs> drop of juice. Shh. That's fine. That's how you get large pizza. It's not even Captain Morgan's always. It's sometimes it's uh, Pirate Bay. Yeah, uh, it depends on what's on sale. She gets coconut rum. It tastes like straight up suave shampoo and a little uh-huh. bit of juice. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'll even go to the gas station and get like the three dollar liter of of rum. Oh shit! Yep, vodka's been my shit recently too. Ew. I mean, vodka will get you there, but it's not a fun experience. It is for me not a fun experience i don't know like i i didn't subscribe to the theory that that vodka had no taste vodka has a taste it's fucking rubbing alcohol yeah well but it blends with things a lot (laughs) easier it does yeah i don't i don't i feel like well with vodka you could i feel like you could mix a variety of different flavored juices oh yeah and pops like i could i could have a delicious cherry sprite vodka Mm. Oh, that sounds real fucking good. Yeah. But you like cherry vodka and Sprite, which I also I like drink. all of it. I will drink a flavored vodka and Sprite. That oh. I love. Especially like the Smirnoff watermelon sour Ugh, That's one I don't like. And some Sprite. Mm, that's good. That tastes um, like a sour warhead. I got the um, the cranberry Sprite, the winterberry spice or whatever mm, it was that came yeah. out this year. And I got regular vodka that mixed really well together. I can see that. So uh, you know what else good. is really good? Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Wild Berry. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys hear about the Rock Hall nominees? I did. They came out today. Well, I saw two of them. <laughs> That's it. Uh, the whole list it's is wild. wild. Um, somebody pull it up real quick. Uh, the list is on the internet. It is... I've never felt older uh, before when the nominees have been release because for the most part it's been like 60s 70s 80s stop no the first name on there mary j blige yeah yeah wait till you get to jay-z yeah that one hurts me uh read the whole list if you want mary j blige uh kate bush previously nominated in 2018 devo devo yeah the go-go's iron maiden jay-z 
Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> Carol King. Fila Cutie. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. New York Dolls. Mm-hmm. Rage Against the Machine. Stop. I'm dying. Todd Rudgren. Grin? Todd Rudgren? Rudgren. Okay. Tina Turner. Yeah. Diane Warwick. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, a few of those I'm surprised aren't already in. Like Iron Maiden, Devo, Tina Turner. Like Tina Turner. Tina Turner is not in the Rock Hall. Yeah, well, I mean, Tina, I mean, even people like Iron Maiden. Like, I'm surprised Iron Maiden's like, not in. Yeah. yeah. I should have been in, like, maybe not first year, but by now. I know I've seen Shaka Khan up for a couple, a couple times. years now. Yeah, Shaka Khan should oh, be in there, God. too. Uh, but the Foo Fighters and Jay- Rage. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. This is my thing. Like, it, the the weirdness is is the, the group of people you have. And not, like, the mixture of genres, but the mixture of time frames. Like, yeah. Shaka Khan and Iron Maiden and I mean those aren't really the same Carol time frame, King. but yeah Carol King um and then people from the early 90s like Foo Fighters and Jay-Z and Mary J Blige like it's it's a strange my group. mom absolutely loves Mary J yeah I just remember listening to Family Affair over and over <laughs> and over I mean, and over <laughs> there's no one on that list that I could make a case that they don't, don't deserve right it's just some of them are so surprising that they're not there yet well, not there yet. And or that it's time. Oh yeah, my God. that it's already time for them to be in there. I love Rage Against the Machine so much. Am I old? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're getting there. You're on. You're on the other side of twenty five. So yeah, it's it you also love Iron Maiden. I do. So you were Iron old Maiden. before. <laughs> I do love Iron Maiden. I've seen them in concert. They're great. I, I yeah, Foo Fighters really hurts me. That one when I read that, I instantly texted my husband and I was like, "Brian, I'm dying." Yeah. And he thought like I was dying at work and I was like, "No. No, I'm just old. <laughs> I'm dying internally." <laughs> what what you looking at? Oh, uh, there was something on the blanket. Oh. On, under my foot. Sorry. I was not <laughs> trying to be distracting. So if yeah, if two-thirds of us sound uh, more tipsy than normal. It's because we're trying to quell the sad feelings. I'm equally as tipsy as I ever am recording this. So, wait, sad Cheers. feelings about being old or what? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm scared to drink. Um, I haven't drank heavily since my 25th birthday. Yeah. Oh, I haven't drank like super heavily. I mean, like even when we're going out, because I had my first real hangover the day after my 25th birthday. Yeah. Mm. Yep, that's the magic it, number. Where it usually, like, I can usually cure it by eating an extra cheesy pizza. No. <laughs> I don't no. know. It just soaks up all the grossness in my tummy. Yeah. I don't know why. It just makes me feel better. Yeah. We were talking to Frankie's brother, Matt, about this on Friday night, I think. Mm-hmm. Saturday. I don't know. Whatever night. He was drinking and, like, making bacon. I don't know. But oh, it, yeah. it was Saturday night because he was making bacon for the brunch we did the day after. Yeah. And I said that I don't drink like that anymore because the hangover is not worth the drinking. And it was he said... Somebody said something about how to change that, and I said, find the cure for a hangover, and he said, a bottle of water and some ibuprofen, and I said, oh, you sweet summer child. That sounds like the cure for a toothache, Yeah, Here's not the, a hangover. There are ways, there's just ways to prevent them, and that's what you have to do at this point, if you're, if you're our age, is you have to, there's no spontaneous drinking anymore. Oh, you can't no, I gotta spontaneously get drunk anymore. You have to put it on the calendar... And then when you approach that date, you do things to prepare your body for it. You totally make sure you have nothing to do the next day. You make sure you have nothing to do. You make sure you have Pedialyte on hand. You make sure you have a 
big meal before you start drinking. And I'll still be hungover. And you make sure that before you go to bed, you drink enough water to where you're not totally drunk anymore and you take some ibuprofen. I can't do that, though, because I get so drunk that I need to go to sleep. That is your problem. That is my problem. I do not get drunk enough that I lose all my inhibitions. I am still consciously aware. (laughs) Except for that one time (laughs) when you took up the entire fucking bed. At Matt and Caitlin's. I think it was... Oh, yeah. Was it New Year's Eve? No, it wasn't New Year's no, Eve. No, that was just a fucking random Saturday. Oh, we there were was, having a Saturday. There was nothing special about it. I just got way too drunk too quick, and then... I remember talking to you outside, and you do not remember the conversation we had at all. No. Yeah, because you spoiled a show for him, didn't you? No. Or he Or he guessed the, the he ending guessed, of the show. It was, oh, yeah. No, he guessed what was going to happen in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, probably. And then... I was looking at him like the next, like the next Saturday because we always got together either Friday or Saturday night and watched Game of Thrones together. Yeah. And I was looking at him the whole time while it was happening. I think it was, I think it was the Red Wedding he guessed. Mm. Oh, I, th- I don't know. I thought, cause I knew the Red Wedding was. But I, I don't think you knew who or exactly the extent oh, maybe of I how it happened. That. And I think that you guessed the wolf head part. The only thing I do know is that I went upstairs to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I left the bathroom, went right to the bed we were sleeping in, and passed out. And I don't it. think I've, in the sev- almost seven years I've known you, I've ever seen you so drunk you pass out. Um, I passed out twice. Uh, there was that night and then <laughs> the night of one New Year's Eve that I uh, fell asleep with my head on the sink. Oh, on the toilet. Sitting right? on the toilet. Isn't, is that the one where Matt didn't have hands? Yep. Yeah, that was... He wrapped himself in a deflated float <laughs> mattress <laughs> as a blanket. It was, he was supposed to blow up the mattress. Just, you guys yeah. should have taken it. a picture but of he that. He just burritoed himself. We probably did, but it was probably on some digital camera we've lost since then, because yeah. it was like 2009. That was an Otsmo. Yeah, that was nots. <laughs> anyway, so there's a lot of our drunken escapades for your listening pleasure. You're welcome. Tell us about your drunk stories. Yeah, do that. I do love that. Drunk we stories. love drunk stories. Yeah. Uh, but despite our curmudgeon attitude towards them, those are not our beefs. Yeah. Instead, these are our beefs. And we call them our beefs. <laughs> Good transition. Starting with Mo. Um, my beef this week is the fact that they make video games so goddamn addicting. Mm. cool moving on (laughs) (laughs) it's a i mean it's it's a good beef because i like playing them so you said you're playing stardew valley yes on the switch i cannot stop like literally i got brain rot of just stardew valley that's all i can think about all the time so how many hours have you put in so far we need to throw a caveat in here though you get brain rot of anything that you get obsessed with. Like, you any, really do. any oh, do. new interest, like, this is just, it may not be the video games, it may be your uh, brain. It was painting a few months ago. Oh, it's still painting. I still do that. Um, before that, it was. I don't remember. Depression. I don't. <laughs> no, that's just there all the time. <laughs> um, yes, I have put, I've had it for two weeks. It uh-huh. will be two weeks on, like, well, actually, I think it was like two weeks on, like, Tuesday I've had it. Mm hmm. And I've played it for over 70 hours. Damn. So, um, as soon as I play it on all my breaks, I play it on my lunch. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get off, I play it. I'll play it for 20 minutes in the morning before I start work. Yeah. Like, it's gotten me out of bed. That's how serious it is. <laughs> I usually don't get out. I t- clock in at 8.30. I don't get out of bed until 8.20. I'm getting up at 8 o'clock and I'm playing. <laughs> That's that how is s- impressive. Because <laughs> it's, it's hard getting you out of bed. Fuck yeah, it is. 
and um, I play all night until I'll play from like six. Like I'll cook dinner. Yeah. I'll eat. I'll play when I'm done eating dinner until 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then start it all over again the next day. Well, you also you're playing it on the Switch Lite. Yeah. So it's handheld. It's portable. So oh, yeah. you can take it anywhere. And it's so easy to do. Yeah. Just so easy. I just love it so much. So you said it has like some sim like qualities. So like yeah. you. Um. So when I first got into town, so basically the game is you um you work at this huge evil corporation that's supposed to be like an Amazon type corporation. Uh-huh. It's called Joja Mart. Mm-hmm. Like J O J A. Sure. Oops. And um, you you go see your grandpa. Your grandpa is dying. He's on his deathbed. He uh-huh. gives you a note, and it says, "Don't worry." And however many years it takes when you're done with modern life, you will know when to open it. Do not open this note until then. Okay. So then it shows, it goes like 10 or 20 years later, you're working at Jojo Mart, working in like their call center. And it's, you get, you can tell that you're just tired of it. Your character's tired of it. So they open up their- Same character. <laughs> you open up your- <laughs> Say, dr- So far your this desk, is too real. <laughs> your desk drawer, you open it and it's your grandfather gave you his farm in Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. And it's connected to a town called Pelican Town. Mm-hmm. So you go to this town, um, the carpenter greets you, takes you to this huge overgrown land, basically, with like trees fallen and stones everywhere and like uh, bushes and everything that you have to cut down. You have to basically make it livable. Mm-hmm. And then um, you have to introduce yourself to everybody in the town. Like that's your first quest. So there's 28 people that live in this town, including or not including it. So there's 29. Mm-hmm. You have to introduce yourself to everybody. Right. And then um, you can talk to them. Um, oh, you have to introduce yourself to everyone? To everyone. Then the immersion's out. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, definitely not. I, yeah. I introduced myself to no one. <laughs> <laughs> I was in when it talked about being sad about your desk job, and now I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and then once you do that, you get um, the mayor sends you some gold to get started, and he gives you um, some seeds to plant on your land. Oh, free hey. handouts from the government? Yeah. yeah, I'm also, this is not our reality. <laughs> And um, you do that, basically, it, it has 28-day seasons, so you go through spring, summer, fall, and winter, mm-hmm. and they have holidays, and parties, and dances, and you can marry people after a certain amount of courting, basically. Mm-hmm. You basically Gross. have to get your friendship so high, that to the point where they're your best friend, and then you can... Um, you buy a, a bouquet from the local general store mm-hmm. and give it to them, and that's mm-hmm. how you declare your love. Right. So what you're saying is if I buy you a bouquet... No. Oh. Bitch, buy me some tacos. <laughs> that's how you get my heart. I was going to say, it may not be a bouquet, but um, there are items that you could buy Moe's affectionately. Oh, with. totally. <laughs> um, also, but there's a there's a part of it where... Uh, like, there was this one guy that I, I thought he was a cute character, so I'm like, okay... I'm going to try and gain his friendship. Yeah. I went and they have mines that you can travel in and you can get stone. You can get uh, like geodes for the blacksmith to break open mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And you can fight monsters that are down there like aliens, basically. And um, so I got a quart, a quartz, like rock. And I was like, holy shit, this is worth a lot of money. I mean, it's like it's sold for like 100 gold. So I'm like, I'm going to give it to this guy and show him like, hey, let's be friends. I gave it to him and he goes instantly. This is garbage. I don't want it. (laughs) So I was like, okay, first of all, fuck you. And then I realized that they have a set list of favorites, likes, neutrals, and dislike gifts. Oh, okay. So I had to look it up because every Facebook group that I'm... Well, I'm in one, but the Facebook group that I'm in was like, basically... (laughs) That's already one too many. (laughs) Well... Just because there's so much shit, I don't want to miss anything. And uh, they were, I posted my question and I was like, hey, how do I get 
people to like me. Like, I have no hearts with any of these people. None of them are my friends. Yeah. So they were like, well, don't be afraid to use Stardew Wiki, which is just like a wiki site that has all the information on the game. Mm-hmm. And um, it turns out this guy hates quartz as a gift. <laughs> and I didn't know that. And it took me forever to gain his... Like, I'm in summer of my year three, and he just now became my friend. Mm-hmm. It took me that long to get back. And so I said, tracks fuck it, you, you gave me quartz. We'll never be friends. I would say it tracks it even virtually. Mo falls for the people that hate her most. Um, well, okay. It's funny you say that. <laughs> because my actual husband um, in the game, the first time I talked to him, what he said to me was, I don't know you. Why are you talking to me? Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> and then yeah. I gave She's him... The, she gave him quartz. Yeah. I gave him... I looked up his favorite gifts. His favorite gifts are beer and pizza and... <laughs> Same. Hot pepper. Uh, pepper poppers. So... I would go um, twice a week and buy him a beer and a pizza and I'd give it to him. Mm-hmm. And I gained his hand in marriage. Hashtag ways to get me to marry you. <laughs> I was going to say, most men subscribe to the Beer and pizza. Yeah. <laughs> we have um, one child together and her name's Lainey. I see. Yep. We also have, um, we have two cows. We have a sheep. We have a rabbit. And we have three chickens and soon to be two ducks and a pig. Mm-hmm. And I love them all. I have a cow and her name's Holy. <laughs> like, holy cow. <laughs> so now that all of our general listeners have died off, and now we only have hardcore Stardew Valley um, players. We have uh, Ben. Ben's still here. Mm-hmm. He's here, Benny. Yep. He built me um, a cabin when we play co-op on his farm, so I can go to his farm and I can spend the night there. Nice. I know. I'm so excited to play co-op. So I think that you have very well demonstrated the fact that you are hook, line, and sinker into oh, this video game they at could, the moment. They could come out with like anything Stardew Valley and I'll buy it. Like yeah. I'm the same way right now with fucking My Hero Academia. I saw, uh, if you watch anime, I saw a fucking uh, All Might pair of underwear that weren't even my size. And I was like, I fucking need those. <laughs> I need them. But Okay. That's just, I think that's just how my brain works, but still. So obsessing over video games. Yes. Okay. Jane. Babe, I'm going to be honest. I have thought of this beef and forgot it twice. So remind me what yeah, my babe. beef was. Uh, <laughs> uh, shit. I don't remember either. What was it? It was a good one. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, oh. Uh, it was something about. I feel like it's something about people using something. <laughs> Um, <laughs> How about you do your beef? Okay, I'm going to do my beef, and we'll come back to you. You should write this shit down. Maybe. No, should. So, my beef this week is... Um, so, there's been a lot of speculation with uh, future Marvel movies. Yes. And none more so than the third MCU Spider-Man movie. And there have been so many rumors... Some confirmed, some not so much, about what's going to happen with it. Yeah. And everyone is super fucking hyped over the idea that we could have a live action Spider-Verse. No. Except. No. Tom Holland this week came out and said, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire will not be in Spider-Man 3. Yeah, because why would they be? Uh, because if you are caught up on WandaVision... Oh. No, I am not. I haven't watched it, so don't spoil it. Oh. Well, not spoil it. <laughs> but 
there are things that happened in the most recent episode of that that leads you to believe that uh, that could be possible. But also, the idea that Doctor Strange might be in it. I saw that. And his movie is The Multiverse of Madness, which means that we will have multiverse officially in the MCU, so it could be possible. But Tom Holland this week said that absolutely not. Uh, they will not be in this movie. I heard that it was going to be centered around Christmas time. Uh, it will be Christmas time. I will be super excited to see New York at Christmas time. But that is um, something that could easily be fit in with multiverse Spider-Man. <gasps> yeah. You know what that means? What? Spider-Man 3 is a Christmas movie. Uh, no, possibly. No, Just like Iron Man 3. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I hate you both. Um, but my beef with it is the idea. So, worst case scenario, the rumor is false. That they will not be in the movie. Right. Despite the fact that we have confirmed that there will be former villains in this movie that are not in the MCU. Such as Jamie Foxx as Electro. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Alfred. technically, aren't they now in the MCU since Disney inherited all that information or all that? Well, yeah. But to have the same actor come in and play them. It's not exactly canon. Well, yeah. It's not canon that they were the villain in this universe. Yeah. So, and you're having uh, Alfred Molina come back as Doc Ock. So, worst case scenario, it. it is a rumor. And um, it's a rumor. It turns out to be false. People get into the theater. They watch the movie, find out, oh, that's not a thing that happened. If it's still a good movie, they won't care. Right. Bless you. Thank you. But best case scenario is people believe it. They continue to be hyped for the movie. And then it turns out to be true. Mm-hmm. Having Tom Holland come out and say that it's not true kills every bit of hype Mm -hmm. that people currently have for this movie. Not to say that people won't go see it still, because we will. But why would you kill the momentum that you have? Uh, Because then they'll get shit reviews if they don't do that. So Again, they're going to get shit reviews anyway. Also... Because people believed it. And now they've hyped it up in their heads. Still super hype about the new Spider-Man movie. That's what I'm saying. People will still go see it. So why why kill the momentum that yeah. you have? Even if it's not true, people are going to go see it anyway. If you do it, they won't be disappointed. If you don't do it now, regardless, people are going to be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. I just, I don't see what they gained from having Tom Holland deny the rumor. Yeah. So my beef is that uh, Tom Holland, Tom Holland, Tom Holland, Tom Holland uh, denied the rumor of there being three Spider-Men, which... How fucking cool would that be? (laughs) Let's be real. He's a Um, (laughs) Spider-Man. Maybe since it's around Christmas and the game is technically considered canon, they could bring in Miles Morales. Well, canon to the other Spider-Man movie. It doesn't matter. Not canon to the MCU. Yeah, it's not MCU canon. Hey, guess what? It doesn't fucking matter. Maybe they can bring in Miles Morales because they're Disney and they can do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, they could if they wanted to, yeah. So maybe there will be another Spider-Man. You don't fucking but know. But nobody want. I mean, yeah, people do want him, but... I would be so... F- I'd be more hype over that than shitty-ass Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. First of all, Andrew Garfield was wonderful. Andrew Garfield yeah, was, was wonderful. Spider-Man, yeah. But... No, I don't want Tobey Maguire back, <laughs> but I mean, it's cool that he's coming back, I guess. 
He'd too old to be Spider-Man, let's be honest. He'd be the old Spider-Man, <laughs> like in yeah. the Spider-Verse. Yeah. He'd be the Spider-Man that... The, the old uh, drunk Spider-Man? Yeah. Nick Miller. Yeah. Yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, so that's my beef. Did you remember yours? I remembered it. Okay. And now it's gone again. No, I remembered it. I kept it in my front brain. Um, my beef this week is with restaurants who won't fucking take reservations oh, yeah, in this right. climate. In in these difficult times. These unprecedented... These, in the times that we're living in. <laughs> but no, so... In general, we try to go to Cheesecake Factory for Valentine's Day. Facts. And every year we get snowed out or something happens. So this year we're like, I found a really good deal on a hotel. We're like, we can cancel it the day before if it's not going to snow. But if not, we've got like a a place to stay. We don't have to worry about driving home because it's an hour and some minutes to the Cheesecake Factory from our house. So like I've literally white knuckled at home in a blizzard several times because for whatever reason Ohio decides that Valentine's Day weekend is the day to blizzard because they want more Scorpio babies I mean Frankie's a Scorpio so I yeah, can't say anything and he's a fucking psychopath <laughs> okay um, he's a Scorpio and my brother is a Scorpio Frankie. both fucking yeah. psychopaths well, that, that's not helping my case at all at the moment <laughs> Uh, that's okay. One of my brothers is a Scorpio like you, and one's a Virgo like me. So, what are you going to do? All fucking psychopaths. <laughs> or all of it's made up and none of it matters yeah. whatsoever. None of it's real. Psychopaths. Uh, at any rate. Explain all the serial killers that are Scorpios, then, motherfucker. Explain them. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah, so, all of them? All of the ones all that are. All the serial killers? All the ones that are, yeah. There are more. Yeah, you can say that about anything. Nope. There are more serial killer uh, Scorpios than any Did other. Did you know side. that all the serial killers that are Scorpios are Scorpios? <laughs> Jeffrey Donner. Uh huh. Ted Bundy. Uh huh. And there's a bunch more. Yeah. Just those two. No, there's a bunch <laughs> yeah. more. Yeah, like two of the fucking worst. <laughs> so reservations at restaurants. <laughs> So anyway, we were looking at the weather, which now it's changed again, but it'll change again because now it's like looking like it's actually going to snow on Tuesday instead of Saturday. But mm-hmm. dumb. we already canceled the hotel and it is what it is. But um, I wanted to go to Cheesecake Factory. We've not gotten to go to Cheesecake Factory, I think, for the last two or three years. Um, Is that true? Because I, I know we went last year. I don't think we went for Valentine's Day. It might not have been for Valentine's Day, but I know we made it. Yeah, we've not gone for Valentine's Day in the last two or three years. So. Yeah. Um, you gotta get that parmesan crusted chicken. I know it's so good. So at any rate, we ended up making a reservation at a restaurant near us that will take reservations. But like, one of the issues with this is, and it's probably a bigger issue in in more, I would say like more urban areas, more like metropolises, like things yeah. like yeah. that. Because like anywhere around here it's going to have its own parking lot you're probably going to wait in your car and they're going to send you a text yeah the cheesecake factory is up in cleveland it's in a more populated area and it's in the middle of like a huge shopping complex so you have to park in a parking garage Mm -hmm. or really far away from it so unless they like give you like a 20 minute head start like when your table's ready there's no way you're not standing out in the cold yeah the cold like the low when i looked for saturday is zero yeah. I'm not standing out in like no weather. Like it's zero degrees. <laughs> no like, weather. There is there is well, no temperature. Brian and I went uh, we went to Columbus for his birthday and we went to brunch at the Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. And um I mean we went we were there like twenty minutes before they opened even mm-hmm. and we were still we were waiting in line outside. It was raining, it was cold, and they had no plan on 
how to seat people, how they would have people wait. Like it was just the because, little pager things, right? No. Oh, no. They, it was literally like we stood in line and they had us come in and like, you know how like their uh, welcome desk, like their hostess desk is round. Yeah. yeah. So they had us come in. They had one person go up and then you'd give your name and how many were in your party. Uh-huh. And then they had you circle around the hostess desk, like a, like a bonfire basically. And then the rest of the people, they're like, their outdoor seating wasn't open, like so nobody could go wait in that area. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. we were all in one little tight space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's our concern, too, is either they're going to force people to wait outside and you're waiting in the cold, or they're not going to force people. And, like, it's assholes to elbows in that thing, like, in that area. Because the, oh, yeah. the one up in Cleveland has almost no... There's no waiting, waiting area. Space. Yeah. And so usually he and I wait in, like, the doors between the lobby and the outside so it's a little bit colder but at least you're like protected from the wind and stuff but so i just i don't know like even then like if they're doing it the way they did in cleveland that door is always going to be open because there's going to be people standing in that doorway holding it open waiting to put their name in that's usually not a problem like people go in and out and you'll get a little bit but nobody holds it yeah but but it just but the last time we went there was no covid so well there was but it hadn't like it wasn't America COVID. Yeah. It um, was. We were all like, huh, fuck those countries. They have yeah. to wear masks. There's only one place that does it in a way that I think is perfect. At Belden Village in Ganton, there is a melt attached to the mall. They take your number. They send you a text. And in the text, they say, you have 10 minutes to come mm-hmm. back to the restaurant and take your spot. Which is perfect, because they know that you're going to go wait inside the mall. Yeah. We're going to go wander around and do something to, yeah. like, kill the time. Because a lot of times, they'll have a 45-hour, hour-and-a-half yeah. wait. Like, Yeah. Which is perfect. Yeah. Why everywhere doesn't do that, I don't know. Saying, like, there was a restaurant that we went to recently that did that, and I can't remember who it was. It was like, uh, you know what? It might have been Don Poncho's. It sends, it sends a text now where it's like, you have 10 minutes for your... Uh, to claim your table like mm-hmm. ponchos and green yeah okay it might have been them i can't remember but mm-hmm. no it just uh, i don't know just especially like in general i prefer like i will physically go out of my way to go to restaurants that give you reservations yeah because yeah. i hate waiting for a table like and it's not to be shitty like i understand you go to a restaurant when it's busy you're gonna wait for a table i just prefer to go places where i can plan ahead of time Make the reservation and not have to do that. Like table six in Canton, I love going there because I can always make a reservation. Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, any to any place where, especially if you have a big group. God, I hate that. Like that's so, yeah. it's so hard. So, but if you can't, do, then make it yeah, easier make it on easier. your patrons. Yeah. Let me patrons? sit. In- patrons. Patrons. <laughs> Let me sit in my car. Subscribe to their Patreon. Yes, yeah, subscribe to their Patreon and their OnlyFans. Yeah, or just you know, if you're especially if you're in a situation like that where people are going to stand out. If it's if you are in the Midwest or Ohio or the Northeast or anywhere anywhere where, where it's, it's cold, cold like you should do this. Or not even cold, but hot, rainy. There's not a good day. There's very few days that are good for us to stand outside in Ohio. Well, yeah, and that's true. Like it, it's a matter of perspective. So me, like standing out in the heat in Orlando, not a problem. Like yeah, I'm cool with that. I would rather stand out in the heat than stand in the cold. But that's a matter of perspective. So down there, like when it's 72 and beautiful, they probably have no problem. But when it's like 90 degrees out, they're probably like, F this. I want to, I don't want to wait. I want to wait in the air conditioning. Yeah. So get it. Just make it more convenient. You have the technology. Like we all have cell phones. You can text yeah. people. The open table is a thing. Yelp is a thing. Like I can't really see the problem with reservations. You're guaranteeing that your tables are going to be full. Like I understand people might cancel. 
But, but then, then you, you just fill that table with people waiting. Then you fill the table with the people who walk in. I mean, yeah, no matter what, you're going to have walk-ins. Yeah. Also, it's the fucking Cheesecake Factory. They're going to make money. Yeah. So just just do it any anywhere. Just do it. Do the reservations or at least do the texty thing so that people can wait outside of the elements. Do it. Cool. Cool. We're not the only ones that have beef. Our listeners also have beef. And first up this week, we have uh, super producer Jess... <laughs> Uh, her beef this week is with car maintenance. Yes! Uh, she says it's stupid expensive and the state should pay for shit if they don't fix the roads. Oh, yeah. I agree. Um, hard agree. And I know that at least in Canton or Stark County, Stark you County. can file so, a notice or a complaint with the city yeah. that if you pop a tire or something, there's a pothole. All you have to do is um, go to that spot where you your tire went flat from the pothole or you like lost your muffler or something. Yeah. Take a picture of it, send it to the county, and they will reimburse you. Eventually. Yeah. It is a timely process. It's like six weeks reimbursement. So even that's kind of sketchy. But no, absolutely. I agree. Like, there are so many... The infrastructure in Ohio is a garbage. And we pay taxes. We pay hella state oh, taxes. Are we that age now? We are. I we, am a pack tax-paying citizen. I pay state taxes. I pay city taxes. That's where my money's supposed to go. It's supposed to go into the infrastructure. It's supposed to go into fixing these roads, which I understand are torn up by things that we also have to pay for, like plows and salt and all that shit. Yeah, it's wild. Also, yeah. in Ohio. here's the thing. With where we work, except for you, we both pay taxes in different fucking cities that we don't live in. So it should be like double the shit. Give well, me my fix my shit. Like it for when I where I work at ASC, I pay both Orville City taxes yeah. and Akron taxes. Yeah. And I pay Canton taxes and Talmadge taxes. Okay. Well. Welcome to Tax Talk with Got Be Fuck. It's fucking stupid. You have the money. Fix my shit. Stop paying yourself so much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I understand we need like plow drivers and stuff, but no, that's there fine. are so many independent contracts that like companies and uh, cities have with like landscaping companies that do their plowing mm-hmm. that that money that like the extra money that goes into those plows could be put into those independent landscapings. And then most of our money can go back to taxes or back to so the you're saying instead or, of owning our own fleet of yeah, plow trucks, just outsource. invest like outsource it and it'd be cheaper. And also, I mean, car maintenance. I'm not for outsourcing, but yeah. But yes, car maintenance is stupid. It all lo- it all loops in. It does. But no, she's right. Like especially if something is caused by the wear and tear of driving on potholy roads. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just it they're bad. I mean, literally earlier last year, a part of the road like that you usually go down. So it's not the road we live on, but it's a it's an adjacent road. Literally washed the fuck away. Oh yeah, like yeah. like it just a large portion of oh, the yeah, road. Oh yeah, we had just, all that heavy fucking rain. Yeah, it just it just it disappeared. <laughs> it, the aliens took it. <laughs> like yeah, back to car maintenance, but the roads. Well, I'm just, I'm saying that the, they tie in. I know. <laughs> so like things happen, and your car gets fucked because of it, and it's on you to deal with it, which I get as part of owning a car or whatever. But then, so then you buy a warranty for your car, right? And you think, oh. This will last long enough to fix my car every time it breaks. No, it won't. Because I'll tell you what, I still owe three years on my car and I'm done past that warranty. Also, you know what could fix all of this? If our taxes went to a better public transportation system. Yeah. Then we wouldn't have to worry about car maintenance. Basically, Ohio, get your fucking shit together. Count your goddamn days. I mean, what did she say about car maintenance? Did you keep giving us shit? Oh, I don't know. 
to saying we we're really focusing on the roads part. Because the roads, oh, I'm gonna fucking strangle you. She said the thing about the roads. We were just playing off of it. Very serious about where my taxes go. Apparently, (laughs) excuse me, producer Jess. Could you? Some would call it political. It's not. And we get beatings for that. Uh, Fucking hit me then. I don't wow. think I don't think that taxes are technically political. Just talking about it. Well, if you're talking about where your tax dollars should go, <laughs> then beat me. I don't care. Wow. No, that's not political. That's stupid. <laughs> Anyways, producer Jess, we agree with you. We do. Yeah. Vehemently. Also, please tell Frank to shut the fuck up. Also, producer Jess, um, we need to have a talk about a certain someone on this podcast. You may need to replace them. So if you could just hit us up, that'd be great. Thanks. Another. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) More. You got some more. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Producer. Cool. What's next? (laughs) Go ahead. What's the next listener beef? Um, Ashley said she is upset that Uh um, she only gets. Two. She's upset that. Ha, 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 I got this. Um, Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Mo. No, 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 Mo has this. I have it. Mo has this. She's upset that um, she can only pet her cat's belly twice before getting clawed to shit. Oh, she never wants to pet the Joke's cat's belly. Jokes on you. She fucking hates her cats. Yeah. Okay, well, she's upset that Will's upset that he can't pet the <laughs> cat's belly for more than two pets, or he gets scratched to shit. There we go. You're welcome, Ashley. Superfan Ashley's beef this week is with stupid people doing stupid things with products that are not intended for the use that they are using it for and then suing the company because they're dumbasses. She's talking about the Gorilla Glue shit? I can only assume. (laughs) That's really the only thing that is prevalent to this beef. I don't understand like did people think that the like the hair thing that says it was hair glue did they think it was actually glue must have i mean probably in it in a way it is but it was intended for use on your hair right are we talking about the girl who's like on tiktok who's like my hair don't move yeah well she had to go she, to the hospital yeah to get, she used gorilla glue in her hair like at spray adhesive right she had to go to the hospital yeah because it was stuck to her scalp yeah it was burning her like <laughs> stupid <laughs> she's talking about suing gorilla glue because you're a dumbass yep. like don't spray i'm sure somewhere on there it says like don't put this on your body like all super glue says that somewhere like this will burn your body do I not do touch with your body they do say do not apply the skin yeah. yeah which if you've ever had super glue on your skin it does burn yeah and it sucks to get off yeah it takes your fucking fingertips with it. <laughs> like your fingerprints. Yeah, I'm with you, Ashley. That's that's dumb. Like that's like, you know, chugging a bottle like, of bleach and being like, Why did I die? Like there are some things that like I know like the remember the McDonald's all suit a couple years ago? I saw a TikTok. It's that- it's different. I understand that it's different like that, but it still says caution hot on it. That's why people are saying like that's fucking dumb. Well, and their argument that as to why it's different is because that coffee was apparently like dangerously hot. It was at like well, guess what? One hundred ninety degrees. Gorilla glue is dangerously sticky. Yep. Well, the coffee being dangerous hot, that caution hot was added after that. Yeah, lawsuit. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that lady got like third degree burns because but of it. But also, she did. it's coffee. Like, it's it's hot. Well. I guess apparently there had been multiple people that were burnt before by the hot coffee. 
And they had asked McDonald's to stop serving it so hot because it was almost at boiling temperature. So it was too hot to drink anyway. I mean, I kind of, I asked for my coffee extra hot at Starbucks because that's how I like it. Also, I would murder a fucking McDonald's employee if they spilled coffee on my lap. You don't have to worry about suing because I'm going to be in fucking jail for murder. I mean, I'm not going to do that because I've spilled shit on people as a waitress. If they pour it on your lap, sure. But if your dumb ass puts a coffee between your legs... Is that what she did? Yeah. I remember. Was, they didn't pour it on her. I thought they dropped it, it on was, her. No. It was prior to all cars having like good cup holders. So your cup yeah. holder was your legs. Yeah. No, like, you I hold it with your vagina like a lady. Nope. Yeah. I know. don't remember yeah. them. You don't remember. That's fine. But anyway, like <laughs> you, you know, sometimes you'd have those little shitty plastic ones that you like put in your window. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And like those aren't good. But yeah, you don't put coffee between your legs. That's common fucking sense. And your car door ashtray wasn't big enough to hold anything at that time. (laughs) Yeah, cars didn't come with like 18 cup holders. Yeah. Just was what it was. So that's our listeners beef for this week. Good beefs, guys. Which means that now we have to talk about their beef. And this week, there is a collective there in which we're talking about beefs that the internet has yeah. this week. Internet beefs. Internet beefs. Jane's not going to like one of them. <laughs> so, internet beefs. Okay, sorry. The first person that we're going to talk about this week that the internet is very much not happy with is Joss Whedon. Yeah, I read that shit. So, Ooh. it's already kind of become a thing that Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg in Justice League back in 2017... Mm-hmm. Uh, he came out and said that the set for the movie was very toxic due to Joss Whedon's general behavior uh, towards the crew and mm-hmm. the actors. He was really kind of the only person that came out and said anything, and he's taken a lot of shit for it, but some of his claims were kind of substantiated. But now, today, the day that we're recording... Uh, Charisma Carpenter, mm-hmm. who played, I think her name was Cordelia in Buffy, in Angel. I think uh, so. Very yeah. popular 90s TV shows, uh, headed by Joss Whedon himself. She has finally come out and said, uh, talked about her experiences on the set with him recording those shows. And it's pretty fucking wild. Like, yeah. uh, pretty much the biggest thing was she got, pregnant uh while she was doing the show and he first made a lot of comments calling her fat when -hmm. she was like six months pregnant and she said she weighed like 126 pounds i wish i was that fat (laughs) and uh then gave her shit because she got a rosary tattoo yep uh, because she was having a hard time in Hollywood and wanted to reconnect with her faith a little bit. Give her a lot of shit about that. And then when she said that she needed time off for her pregnancy uh, and announced the pregnancy within within itself, uh, he pulled her into a private meeting and asked her if she was going to keep it and then used her faith against her uh-huh. when she wanted to keep it. Um, also, Sarah Michelle Geller came out too. Yeah, and she, she said, "She said, while I'm proud to have my name associated with Buffy forever, I do not want it associated whatsoever with Joss Whedon." Yeah. So, and, and another co-star is uh, also come out. Yeah, there was and, like a whole damn it, Joss Whedon. I know. Well, and then a couple of years ago, or maybe last year, I think, uh, him and his wife 
uh, or his ex-wife came out and said that uh, he was very shitty towards her and hid behind the shield of being an ally to feminism. Yep. Like, cheated on her and, like, all of his writing credits and stuff backed it up with being a feminist. And so the internet has been all over it. And it seems like, yeah, everything's finally come to light about Joss Whedon. Yeah, it seems like he's a big old cunt. Which is a bummer. I I do... I genuinely liked Joss Whedon. I did, too. Yeah. Well, I liked the stuff that he made. Yeah. Like, I loved Firefly. I loved the first Avengers movie, which kind of... Now, when you... Like, you see what DC is dealing with, with yeah. him directing Justice League, and it's like... Is there anything that's going to come to light from the MCU due to him? And that makes me nervous. Yeah. I mean, he did the first two Avengers movies. Right. Does anyone else in that cast have similar stories that are eventually going to come out? And if they don't come out, are people going to hold it against the people that were in the movies as trying to kind of hide the things that he did? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you can't fault somebody if they don't feel comfortable talking about a situation. That's... They don't have to... They're not held accountable for not talking about it. No. Because if they're not comfortable with it, then they're not comfortable with it. That's just how they're processing it and how they're dealing with it. Right. But it, the internet's going to take it as, oh, well, Chris Evans didn't speak out, so obviously he's he's an ally of Josh Sweden. Like, no, that's not how that works. Well, it's also going to... Like, now is the time that this stuff is going to come out, right? Like, once the floodgates open, it just keeps going. Like, we yeah. saw that with Bill Cosby. We you just saw need that. one person to break the ice. Yeah, we saw that with uh, the big Hollywood producer. Uh, we saw it with uh, Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein, yeah. And uh, Brendan Urie, too. No. That's, that's gotten continually kind of swept under the rug. Um, yeah, because he hasn't been around. Yeah. I'm pretty sure him and his wife got divorced, too, because apparently he forced her into a polygamous relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's apparently a real big creep. But, uh, you know, who knows for the rest of the week who's going to continue to That's come out to about Joss That's not to say that Marie is creepy. No, Sorry, it's not. No, but, if, but forcing if, your partner into yes, it. Yes. Yeah. And That's not only that, apparently um, there were reasons that Panic at the Disco had broken up was because he was being very inappropriate with band members because he's he's pansexual. Right. So he likes men as well, and he was being very inappropriate with band members. So fair, but Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon is a butthole. Yeah, I you can't side with Joss Whedon on this. You're asking us who we side with. I'm assuming at this point. I mean, yeah, yeah. our general thoughts on it. No, whether yeah. or not it's deserved. We don't. We don't. We don't victim blame here. Yeah, I. It, we believe victims. I, I mean, I'm I'm happy that it's not like any sort of like sexual abuse and things like that, but it's definitely not okay. Right, and. He could have been way more than a creep than what he is. Well, and it's just, it's one of those things that I fear as a, as a woman, like getting pregnant and what that means for my job and mm-hmm. my, my career. Yeah. And, and especially oh, that was in, like worse, like nightmare scenario for her. Right. Absolutely. So no, he's, he's obviously just not a, not a good person. I mean, and when was Buffy on? I've, I've never watched it. I should. Late, well, yeah. mid to late 90s. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't a very, like, we've definitely progressed a shit ton with women in the workplace and all that Yeah. since the, so even now, the fact that Jane and I can relate to that to know, like, something like that could happen to us tomorrow if one of us were to get pregnant. 
Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. That I mean, happen. that means that there's still a long ways to go as yeah. well. Well, and it kind of proves the point that he hid behind like this guise of, of being a feminist or, or a female ally. Because oh, yeah. like Buffy was like one of the first shows, not the, one of the first, but it was it was a one of the biggest show yeah. where it was pretty progressive. Yeah, for where, the- yeah I mean, there was there was um there was a character. I don't want to give anything away. I mean, I know it's Buffy, but there's a character who uh, who, comes, yeah, who comes out as as gay, you know, as a lesbian, and yeah. there's, right. there's a lot of like themes in that show that were definitely groundbreaking for the time. And even having a strong female lead who is like the, oh, yeah. you know, who is the the hero at, and, and has even, all these men playing counterparts behind her. Yeah, even but, having some male characters that expounded uh, feminist views as well. Sure, and that's that doesn't happen a lot in today's TV. No. But yeah, I, you know, it's, I uphold a lot of those values as well, but there's a reason why I don't put it out there claiming myself to be an ally because there's so many times that the guys that do that, they're not really. Yeah. And so I would rather quietly do that in my own life with the people I know than to pound my chest on social media. Well, and there's a difference between being an ally and having the the savior complex, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And that seems kind of like Joss Whedon has the savior complex. Well, somebody yeah. who has to come out and say, I'm a friend to feminists or I'm a female ally is clearly seeking something on their own because like that's not something you say. They'll be say. like, oh my God, you're so strong for doing that. Yeah, well, that yeah. That's not something you say. That's something you do. That's something you prove with your actions. That's right. something you just say. And also, it feels like you're not admitting your own faults with your views on women and your own misogynistic exactly. tendencies as well. I mean, and the perfect example of it is like when all this Black Lives Matter stuff happened over last summer. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all see ourselves as allies because i mean we thankfully we can't relate to what they go through but we can hear them Mm -hmm. so it's there's still a shit ton that we have to learn about what our people of color friends go through yeah and it's the same thing for a man and a woman in that same situation not that the situations are the same but claiming yourself as an ally in that situation yeah there's you there's a difference between championing a minority section of the population mm-hmm. and wanting to lead it. Right. Like, And it's it's the savior complex. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Like, if you want to take on those ideals and then do it yourself, mm-hmm. it's different than, lend- than giving voice to those within that community exactly. to do it themselves. And that's exactly what Joss Whedon is doing. Yeah. It, it, it is a bummer. It is. But it sounds like it's very much uh, long past due yeah. for him. The next person that the internet <laughs> has not been happy with, I already week, know, uh, is Justin Timberlake. Yeah, uh, he is who taking a lot of fire uh, for the documentary that came out called "Reframing." Yeah, yeah framing, framing Britney, Britney Spears or something like that. Yeah. Uh, which basically takes a look at her career and her life uh, when she was in the spotlight and kind of looking at it through the lens of today. Like looking at it through the ways that we view how women should be treated yeah, and applying it to her life. 
And it's very startling. Yeah. Um, even uh, Lance Bass has come out and he has said, like, he didn't specifically name Justin Timberlake, but he said that he felt like he was, even after their breakup, he was a friend to Britney. Mm-hmm. And how upsetting and heartbreaking it was to see her in this position and knowing how powerless he was to help her get out of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I got to watch this documentary. So, I don't know if I can handle it. So, yeah. And part of the documentary is obviously exploring their relationship and in both their private lives and in their lives in front of the audience. And looking Excuse back, me. it kind of views how much of a short end of the six she got with their breakup. She really did. did, it seems. Yeah, I. So Frankie explained a little bit to me because I've not read on it. I just, this isn't something that I Google and and look at in general. So um, he explained a little bit to me about how, you know, um, about how he wrote Cry Me a River after she finally cheated on him and it painted her in this bad light, but it was truly in like retaliation of him cheating on her multiple times. So, um, and, and because she kind of kept that on a down low and then he just kind of made it public, it just painted her as the bad guy. She she saved face with him, but yeah. he didn't have the decency to do the same. Yeah. And something that Jane and I talked about, which was they were both so young when their relationship was in the spotlight, that, you know, that stuff, I guess you could kind of forgive, like, the cheating on one another yeah. and how they reacted to it. But because it's also... Super Bowl weekend was last weekend. Every year, it comes back up about Janet Jackson and the halftime show. Mm -hmm. And people retroactively looking at how Janet Jackson was treated for the incident and how Justin Timberlake was treated. She was basically blackballed out of Hollywood based or out of performing music. She was banned from halftime shows for life. And she was also banned from the Grammys, especially that year. And now, from that point, Justin still performed that year at the Grammys, and he has since done his own halftime show for the yeah. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And just looking at how much of a free pass that he's gotten, which I suppose you can make the case that is that more of a societal thing than it is himself. But also, you have interviews where he hasn't shied away from it either. It's... It's totally a societal thing, but also I think it's it's like a like a 60-40 type of situation mm. where it's 60% society's fault because the woman is always going to be the bad guy, always, yeah. in these types of situations. Right. But also the point where I feel like he never really took responsibility fully for those actions. Right. So... I guess maybe I missed. Did it come out that the that the wardrobe malfunction was not a malfunction? Um. So no. There was there was speculation that it wasn't. I don't know if it was ever. That was the initial story. Yeah. Everyone assumed that that was planned, but it has since come out that both sides have confirmed that no, that was an accident. That that was not supposed to happen. But Janet Jackson says on that, it, didn't he? Is that how it happened? I don't. Yeah. It, I was so young but when it, was, it happened. He was dance like it was a dance move. Okay. I was like, so young when it happened. I don't remember it. I mean, I guess, I guess you could say it's a dance move. The, the way it, it looks happened like in my he head, ripped it. And believe me, Oops, at the time, I watched that footage <laughs> a lot. It did not look like a dance move. He straight up grabbed towards her tit and pulled on the costume. What song were they singing? Uh, Rocky Body. Right. So he was saying, "Better have you naked by the end of the song." Yeah. So I think it was word painting. Like I don't think he. I, 
in I don't know. Maybe he did. I can't imagine that he would commit career suicide like that by purposely pulling her. Yeah. Her tit out, but maybe he did. But so I think it was word painting, and it just went too far. Went too far. Yeah. And that could that could be, but also he still never really. He's the one that did it, and she took the fall for it. Yeah. Agreed. And same with the whole Britney situation. Yeah. He did it first. She did it once in retaliation, which, I mean, cheating is cheating no matter if he cheated on you first and you did it in retaliation. It's still cheating. I mean, right. Then both people get blamed. Exactly. But she Or nobody gets blamed because it's their own private life and whatever. And she took the fall for it 100%. Yeah. And I feel so bad for Britney Spears. Oh, everyone does right now. Her parents have, or her dad has said that she has early dementia. Yeah. But her learning choreographed moves, performing in Hollywood, remembering her schedule, remembering these dances and songs. She had a residency in Las Vegas as of like a year or two ago. That's not dementia. You can't have dementia and do that. She is mentally abused 100%. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with JT. Uh, the next couple weeks. I mean, I think I think his his reputation's taken a hit this year for sure with the other allegations that came out about him and his co-star. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, cheating. Uh, they thought that he was cheating on his wife, and, and he could have been. I mean, there's no there's no proof, but it, it at any rate, I mean, it is what it is. So I mean, if he's don't get me wrong, like I've loved Justin Timberlake since I was like ten years old. But if you're a cunt, you're a cunt. Like it yeah. is what it is. <laughs> well, I think it's really going to depend on how he responds to all of it. Right. Like I think that if he you know, says that now that he's, you know, a 40 year old man and he has two kids of his own that, you know, now he realizes how much he fucked up and how much he wronged these people. Yeah. Then there's a chance that he could have redemption. But if he doesn't, if he's done the same thing that he's done all these other times, which is doesn't comment on it or just kind of passes the buck along to someone else then no, he's going to continue to take shit for it. Well, yeah. and I just don't see it happening because, ironically, Frankie and I randomly watched this YouTube video last night or the night before mm-hmm. of, like, one of NSYNC's very first performances, and I think it was, like, at Lance Bass's high school. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was it was really strange, but I looked at the date on that. He was 14 years old, and he had been doing so much prior to that, Mickey Mouse Club and everything else. Yeah. I don't... I think it's one of those things we talk about. Is it society or is it him as a person? But mm-hmm. I think that growing up in that Hollywood, like it just, it kind of creates a bit of a sociopath, right? Oh yeah. You know, it, it definitely creates a narcissist. Yeah. And so to come out and, and admit any wrong, I just don't think is within him. I mean, I think that naturally he is a very charming person. For sure. So that lends itself to helping him skate by from these things. Also the thing that sucks is that if he does apologize and you know, it's, it's the Morgan Wallen, like when he first, um, broke like covid restrictions and stuff mm-hmm. yeah he came out apologized everybody forgave him he proved again that he's an asshole right yeah so i i fear that he's let this go on for so long he's gonna apologize everyone's gonna forgive him and yeah. seven or eight months down the road some new shit's gonna come out or even a couple years down the road some new shit's gonna come out well that's the thing is they're not going to be comparable because justin timberlake is such a bigger star than Morgan Wallen. He right. has so much more to lose from this, but also he has so much more rope to give himself. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, th- I think that it's a, a theme within men in Hollywood that they, oh, yeah. they apologize for something that they did. And it's a half-assed fake-ass apology. 
Yeah. And they're forgiven. And then they fuck up again and do the same thing. And that's exactly, I think, what's going to happen. Well, because history proves that they will be forgiven. Exactly. However, in today's day and age, I don't know if that's going to be the case. You know, this could be enough that it could sink his career if he doesn't do something about it. If he doesn't actually do something about this shit. Well, he's not getting my money for another concert anyway, so. That was booty cheeks. Yeah. So, the last person... Oh, so I assume that we're on the internet side. On, yeah. For now, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, th- I think that he's proven himself to be a cunt. So, yeah, I'm going to side with him. And I think there's enough evidence that... Backs it up. Yeah. I mean, look at the careers of the two women. Yep. Vastly compared different. to the career that he's had since then. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, the last person is actually uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Who the fuck's Phoebe Bridgers? So she is a very <laughs> popular, <laughs> very popular indie artist. Um, but she was most recently on SNL. Uh, she performed. Oh, she did with. Uh, she was with Dan Levi, wasn't she? Yeah, Dan Levy. Levy. I keep saying Levi. God damn it. <laughs> uh, she was the musical act for his episode, and she capped off her final performance, I believe, by smashing a guitar on stage. And a lot of men took offense to that. Oh, my God. Uh, why were they offended by it? Because women know have strength. They because... have ginas, Jane. Ginas. <laughs> if have ginas, why smash guitar? Make no sense. Uh, Show boobs, not smash guitar. It was unprofessional of her. Oh, oh was fuck it? off. If Mick Jagger did that shit, they'd be like, oh, yeah, he's so fucking great. That's the thing. It's a staple in rock yeah, music. people do that. They smash their guitar. That's like the... The capstone, right? Like, yeah. and it's your first performance on SNL. Like, that's, that's the time to smash a guitar. Right. Yeah. I mean, it could be her first performance. I don't know, but well, I'm assuming it probably is. was. Yeah, I think it's her first time on SNL. Yeah. No, men say, uh, "If woman, why stronger than me? Hmm? If woman, um, why you assert physical dominance? Hmm? <laughs> if I, woman, why can't see boobs?" I truly do believe that if it had been like a punk band or something yeah. and it was a dude smashing his guitar. It would have been fun. You wouldn't have heard shit about it. You wouldn't have. No, that's the thing. It's fucking yeah. stupid. So I don't know. I don't know if it was just the idea that she was a woman or doing doing it or the fact that people really don't do it anymore. So they were just caught off guard by it. She's just bringing it back. I mean, yeah, it's a. It's it's a thing. It's a historical thing. Like you, literally, you can go back and watch any number of videos from the eighties and and hair bands, and they all smashed their fucking guitars. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, uh, a lot of people, a lot of men, mostly men, took offense to her smashing her guitar at the end of I her mean, set. If you said smashing your guitar in general is a bit like Richie, like like um, but Richie. Like, like you're showing off your money because you can just smash a guitar because oh. it means not, that I could get behind. But if you're just like, she smashed a guitar and that's unprofessional. Then- she smashed a guitar and it embarrassed me because you know what? I haven't been able to give pleasure to my wife in 15 years. <laughs> so how dare she? My wife was more aroused by that guitar smashing than my wrinkly old dick. How can I compete with that? <laughs> you can't because women. That's why. So I take it we, uh, we're siding with Phoebe on this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck men. Okay. And if I say that and you're offended, you are the men I mean. Internet, you're taking an L on this one. We got yeah. your back on the other two. No, we're talking, this is Reddit men that are probably taking an L. No, That's, I saw a lot on Twitter. Okay. Twitter men are just Reddit men that don't know how to work Twitter or not know how to work Reddit. All right. So what social media website is? <laughs> Both. 
is okay with you. None. none. Like, none. Men voicing their opinion at all. It's not okay. That's fair. Shut the fuck up. You've had thousands of years. It's our turn. I'm sorry. Yeah, you fucking better be. <laughs> no, sing the song. I'm too angry. I'm hopped up. <laughs> do it. Do, do, do it. The punk version. I can't. I have to whisper. Do it a or... screamo version. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> Is it red? Is it green? Is it blue? Does it pee? Does it smash a guitar and make you so angry? It's questionable beef. That was lovely. Thanks. Okay, so going back to, I guess at this point, the internet, and they're just like insatiable need to piss on everybody else. Um, my question, my, he finishes. <laughs> Golden shower. Every single one of them is an R. Kelly. I'm going to piss on you. <laughs> God damn it, I miss the Chappelle show. <laughs> but no, uh, so my question will be that is actually very difficult to say we should have named questionable it something questionable beef questionable beef but no questionable beef questionable beef <laughs> it's so hard for wow. me to say questionable beef this week is the weekend's halftime show good or awful is really my question because I will tell you like I saw so many posts about how it was the worst halftime show ever and one I don't think that's fair I know there have been worse halftime shows the fucking black eyed peas like five years ago but also like the I think people just didn't understand it right so they didn't understand the whole imagery behind the bandages on the people's faces and the story of of the album kind of the the weekend has put out and how all of his have all of his videos this year have been kind of like a portrayal of like vices and stuff vices and fake beauty in Hollywood mm-hmm. and things like that so one I think people didn't understand it two I mean he he funded the whole damn thing himself seven million dollars yeah he paid for and plus you have to think it if it weren't for COVID the weekend there would have been so much more shit yeah and so, literally, so are we talking as a group on this one? or Yeah. I'm, oh, well, just, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm still setting it up. We're hyped up. <laughs> I'm still setting it up. And then the the biggest complaint I heard was his mic was too quiet. Like, technical shit fucking happens. Like, you could still there hear There are sound him. engineers. That's their job. Right. Like, yeah. I, I could hear just fine. And I honestly, he was running around a lot. I think he was a little out of breath. So he probably didn't have the best breath support. He probably wasn't that, you know, he, he didn't have enough to kind of project. I get it. Like, it's fucking hard. Try running around and singing. It's not easy. So, anyway. Mo, what did you think of the halftime show? I thought it was great. I had fun. I was singing along. I knew every single song. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, I didn't understand the imagery until somebody pointed it out. But also, I didn't mind it. it I mean, it it's his thing. It's what he wanted to do. I don't care. Yeah. And I, I just love The weekend. <laughs> I love him so much. I guess if you had never watched any of his live performances at like award shows and stuff in the past year, then I guess it would take you off guard a little bit because he has told a story. Yeah. Yeah. Through each of his live performances. I mean, I knew that he was telling a story, but I don't think that my brain has enough capacity to really under- well, understand it until someone like pointed out the obvious to me. Yeah. He even came out and said that blinding lights is literally about, and it's not a good thing, but it's about being fucked out of your mind, but driving down the road anyway to get to that one person you need to see because you can't be without them. Like, yeah. So it's, it's like. I think that The Weeknd is a great artist. I think that um, he. I mean, let's be real. He wasn't the best halftime show. No. But nobody's going to beat Purple Rain while it's fucking raining. That's just how it is. Um, but I don't think he was the worst. I, it, 
and I don't want to say it was average because I don't think it was average. I thought it was a little bit better than average. I enjoyed it thoroughly the whole time. Yeah, I. What do you think? I I also thought it was great. Honestly, I I pointed out that I felt as though that was the first halftime show in at least a few years where the person actually was singing. Yeah, he he didn't lip sync at all. Yeah, he, there he was no not, lip syncing. He was actually singing, which and, is a lot harder to do, especially when you're running around and dancing. I mean, it's a lot harder to do, and also it as an audience member draws me into the performance more yeah, right. because I feel as though there's more emotion being put out yeah. and I will connect with that emotion more. Yeah. Like, no, I I guess I don't think it was the best halftime show ever. I, I also don't pay enough attention to the halftime shows to really have a ranking. Like, I watch them during the Super Bowl and then usually I forget about them. Oh, yeah. Without me, I don't definitely watch them on YouTube. Uh, but... I mean, there was nothing about it. I was having a great time while it was going on. Yeah, I was I was dancing on the couch. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I thought fun. that he used the space right. really well. Like that, he started that's the off first time I've ever seen someone use basically the entire football field. Well, because they couldn't usually right. because, because usually they have fans yeah. around a stage mm-hmm. that's on the field. But yeah, they had the entire field to work with. I thought he used it. You know, not it wasn't like the most imaginative thing, but he had an. A army of backup dancers around him that had lights on their hands. They had yeah. lights on their hands. When they were like, robots, the choir was robots when they first came down. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. So I part of the criticisms that I've heard about the show are there are people that are kind of bucking against the the idea that it was such a great show because, for example, J Lo and Shakira caught a lot of shit for their halftime show. And they think that because, you know, they were female performers, they had a higher bar to get over than The weekend did or any other male performer did. So, but also, I think that they were bucking against the idea that he had this spectacular halftime show because J-Lo and Shakira were so much more harshly criticized. See, it's the same people that, are cri- that were criticizing J-Lo that I saw on, like, Facebook and Twitter that were criticizing The weekend. Like my the biggest thing that I saw the whole time was why do these people have jock straps on their face? Yeah. When they took if they would have took a three second Google search, they would have realized it was band aids. Well, and yeah, so people their eyes should have told them it was band aids. People are bucking against it because it was making a statement that either one they didn't understand or number two they didn't subscribe to, which is the same reason why they buck against J Lo and Shakira because it was making a point that they don't subscribe to. If women, why show body? I mean, I. I don't even know if I completely understand the meaning that he was trying to convey from his show, but I also didn't need to understand it because I thought it was entertaining in and of itself as a performance. Because he's a great singer. Yeah, like I I told Jane, I said, I don't know of another performer right now that is having as much fun Mm -hmm. just being Mm -hmm. them than he is right now. And I... Everything that The Weeknd puts out, I thoroughly enjoy. It's very good. I mean, he's he's a very, I think he's a very, I don't want to say well-rounded. he's an easy listen, but like, I think a lot of people can enjoy him. People who enjoy different genres can enjoy well, him. Yeah. He's an easy listen. I've seen people post on like, like in, uh, one of my mom's friends, my mom's in her 60s, and it was someone that she used to work with. So she's hmm. right around the same age. She posted, goes, I didn't even know half the songs were weekend songs i just knew i heard them on the radio and i liked them so yeah. now i have someone to look up and add to my spotify yeah. he's like a more accessible frank ocean yeah like, that's a really good analogy I like, like that. it's 
I love Frank Ocean. He's much more mainstream than Frank Ocean is. Yeah. So I have, I have a couple of things to say. To the people who think that his mic was too quiet, you're used to hearing people whose songs are pre-recorded and they're lip syncing. And go fuck yourself. So learn to tell the difference. Like if somebody sounds absolutely perfect yeah. when you're watching them, they're not singing. Nobody's no. voice is that perfect, especially when you're moving your body. Oh, yeah. You can't. Like if you've... Just just try to run up and down your stairs and sing, even if you're not a good singer. Which, just try and do it. Spoiler alert. Most of the shows were lip syncs. So Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. And there's nothing I'm not saying anything No, there's nothing that. wrong with it. It's just if you're gonna bitch about the quiet mic, then shut the fuck up. Most of the live performances that you see on television are lip synced. For mm-hmm. better or for worse. Yeah. Male or female, they're lip synced. Yeah. Because Because it's visual. It's visual, yeah. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing. Like when people are dancing, when people are doing these big shows, when people are hanging from the ceiling, you cannot get the proper breast support or or you're just in a position that is just not conducive to singing. So generally you're going to lip sync, at least in parts of it. You know, you might they might yeah. turn your mic on and off for an ad lib oh, here yeah. or there. But for the most part, you're lip syncing. The other thing I have to say is one, I loved that he used the entire field. I do too. And I do too. Oh, yeah. in my mind, he threw it back kind of like he basically created a little marching band, right? Yeah, he did. And I think that's, that's what they reminded me of. Yeah, I think that's so great because you go to a high school football game, you go to a college football game. What are you going to get at halftime? You're going to get a marching band. Yeah. He created his own little, I mean, did, were they carrying instruments? No, but they were essentially marching and or dancing as a band typically would. They were all in sync and doing yeah. the same movements like I, a marching band. I yeah. thought it was really cool. I thought it was a good callback. Oh, for sure. And, you know, even if you if you don't understand why they have bandages on their face, maybe do a little bit of research. I mean, you can tell that they're bruised around the eye. You can tell like things like that. So go back and look at what the artist is doing. And, you know, sometimes people don't just do things to be stupid, like or to a lot of times, especially artists are trying to make a point. And this point for him is especially about Hollywood and vanity. And I think that's powerful. Even beside that. If that is the one thing that takes you completely out of performance, yeah. then you weren't into it from the get-go. Yeah. But no, I, I think it was... I I also, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was visually interesting. Mm-hmm. I really liked the part where he went in kind of like the Hall of Mirrors sort of... That sort was... Of, he yeah. looked so confused and I loved it. And <laughs> we've gotten memes from it, so it's already great. Yeah, like immediately got memes. My favorite one was the, my pizza rolls looking at me when there's five <laughs> seconds left. <laughs> But no, I just, I mean, that was disorienting for me, and that was fun, because I was sitting on my couch, but I felt... It just, felt like you were there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought it was cool. Do I think it's the greatest halftime show ever? No, but I thought it was good. Because I, nobody's going to beat Prince's halftime show. Uh, Prince is not my favorite halftime <gasps> show. Who's your favorite? So, it could be nostalgia speaking, mm. but in my opinion, the greatest halftime show was in the early aughts. And it was Britney Spears in sync and, and Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, you're wrong. That was the greatest halftime performance. Honestly, one me. of my favorites was Paul McCartney, but that's some super white people shit. I just oh, I yeah. don't understand <laughs> how you could watch the Prince performance and the Prince, the Prince. He's the fucking Prince. Come on, hey, shut up, shut up. It's I'm still real talking. Easy for me. I'm he doesn't talking. like Prince. I don't fucking like I'm still Prince. Talking. How God can bless us with rain during purple rain. And Prince just looks majestic as fuck up there. That is cool. 
shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about your opinion anymore. Because Purple Rain's dog shit to me. Purple Rain is it? You like Purple Rain. I don't really like. I like a lot of covers of Purple Rain. Yeah, he, he does like a cover of Purple Rain. <laughs> But, I don't think no. we could be friends anymore. That's fine. He doesn't like one of my favorite, like one of my jams, like when it's sunny out is Raspberry Beret by Prince. I love that song and he hates it. No, not a single Prince song. Mm. Yeah. I was broken when he died. Like I laid she down. She laid under her desk. <laughs> I, cr- I was sobbing. I drank. In celebration. Whatever. Fuck you. You can go but, die. So- I'm just joking. Don't go die. I love you. <laughs> that was so mean. <laughs> She'll crawl under her desk if you die too. No, I won't. No, she won't. Because she doesn't have a desk. She <laughs> also drink of happiness. I do. It's just too tiny. I can't get under there. I'm too fat. But so we'll post this on the places that we post it. Um, tell us what you think. And yeah. please, if you didn't like it, please tell us. Tell us why. We'll fight you in the comments. And but if you tell fucking us. say it's because of the bandages, I will come to your house and give you a very strongly worded rant. But yeah, we do know where most of you live, so you know, tread it carefully. But <laughs> I mean, it's true. We do have roughly a dozen <laughs> listeners every episode. It's not that hard to figure out. <laughs> but no, tell us how you felt about it. Um, I'd like I'd like to hear honest opinions. Am I just being a dick? Like, was it not that clear? W- was the mic being quiet a big deal? Tell us. Give us honest, honest opinions. Like these other listeners did for last episode's yes. questionable beef, which was, what are some unwritten rules when beefing with someone? And Colleen. It's uh, Colleen. Well, That's yeah. But first name, Call. Last name, Lean. Uh, said, don't go out of your way to make the problem worse. That's fair. I mean, that is fair, but also that's kind of the fun. Well, it is, but you it, just it is dig a dig that hole deeper. It is a good rule. A lot of people, you know, one of the things that, you know, therapists and things say is attack the problem, not the person. So that's fair. But first fuck of all, that person, though. First of all, I'm going to do both. <laughs> I'm going to catch this on fire. Don't you dare. Oh, that uh, stink. Trish Breedlove said, communication with kindness. Which is a very trish thing to say, and we appreciate you saying it. It is a very trish thing to say. I do not subscribe to that particular... Well, what we asked was, what's a good rule to follow when beefing? Not what your bad habits are when you're beefing. That's also true. (laughs) Uh, Kayla Kapakna. How do you say her last name? Kaponia. Kaponia. I like Kapakna. <laughs> uh, said, I think it's Camponia. Don't bring someone's kids into it, which was actually one of your. It was mine. Uh, yeah, and it's a good point. It, it, don't don't talk about people's kids. Yes, especially their ugly dead kids <laughs> with bad teeth. With bad teeth. <laughs> Name Jeffrey. No, John. Gregory. No. Uh, Gerald. 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 I knew it was one of those dumb names. Gerald. <laughs> uh. Uh, Allison Wright said, if you're going to run your mouth, be prepared to use your fists. Damn, I like it. That is. That is a good rule. Who is that? A listener. (laughs) God damn. Hey, Allison Wright. Can we be friends? You want to come on the podcast? Hit us up. Let's have a beer. You're our kind of person. I'll have like mostly rum. You can have a beer. Or rum. Uh, Whatever you prefer. Last but not least, we heard from Beefeater Benny on Twitter. He said, make sure you get the last word. And punch in. 
maybe two punches <laughs> really seal the deal. The last two people are like, fuck them yeah, up. The, the last two are more my speed. Ben is ready to fight at all times. I love it. I posted on Twitter that somebody like fat shamed me or something and Ben was in my mentions ready to fuck someone up. Well, didn't he posted he got fat shamed? Yeah, he did. And yeah. I was going to fuck someone up for that too. We got each other's backs. We're going to play Stardew Valley together. We're going to have farm. So. <laughs> okay. And then f- beat people up in Stardew Valley I because they gave them a crystal and they told them it was garbage. Fuck I you. Like quartz not opal. <laughs> he didn't like me quartz. He said it was garbage. You so, know what this motherfucker prefers over quartz? Oh, okay. Fucking omelets. Go guess, fuck yourself. We're still on this. Yeah, we are because I'm mad. I mean, I do like an omelet. I mean, I would much rather have an omelet than... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a fucking opal. It wasn't an opal. It was a quartz. Oh, quartz. Also, opal is my birthday. Which everyone knows is the garbage of the gem world. Is it? Yeah. It's oh. the garbage of the sea. <laughs> Just like Frankie's so, the garbage of this world. What? Okay. Do the thing. Tell them where they can find us. Uh, that's not my job anymore. That is Mo's your job, job this week. It's Mo's job because I don't job. know. Your I don't, job. I don't know it. Twitter at got beef something pod <laughs> pod instagram at got beef pod yep facebook got beef question mark podcast yep uh gmail got beef podcast at gmail.com got beef pod at gmail.com got beef pod at gmail.com nailed it i'm so it. proud of you I'm so proud of you <laughs> Uh, worst comes to worst, Google us. Just worst put comes us in- to worst, don't text me to ask because I don't know. Worst comes to worst, get a hold of Jane at 330. <laughs> Ridiculous. I say, I saw the look in your eyes. I was going to do it. That you were going to say it. <laughs> I don't I don't know it, so it doesn't matter. Don't know what? Your phone number. Oh. <gasps> I don't even have your number saved. You don't even know how old I am. You don't have my number in your phone? I lost all my contacts. What? I had Oh yeah, remember I texted her like two weeks ago and she she was like, Who is this? I lost all my phone numbers. Yeah, because my uh, my iCloud synced with Jalen's. Wow. And I had all of her contacts and some her FaceTimes were coming to my phone at like two AM. So I just reset my iCloud. Actually, it comes up as maybe Frank Wingrove for you. (laughs) Damn. Damn. Yeah. If it makes you feel better, I don't even have my husband's number in my phone because we don't ever text. Three podcast co-hosts don't even have all of our numbers in our phone. Bitch, we never text anyways. Damn. We always talk over Facebook. Damn. I have your number. Yeah, well, we used to work together. That's different. I guess so. Yeah. But you know what else, though? Stay beefed up. Bitches. Bitches. <laughs>